We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. KC Laboratory. Sponsored by Emprise Bank. It's the KC Laboratory presented by Emprise Bank, member FDIC. Thank you so much for taking a little time to watch us, listen to us wherever you are doing that. And it's a big day for us here at KC Sports Network. And it's not just because I get to see Craig Stout in person. <laughs> We're here in Pineville, Missouri at the original Macadoodles. Uh, one of the day one sponsors here with KC Sports Network. And we are so excited to be doing a little bit of a, a show here and, uh, and and hang out and kind of this is this is my first Macadoodles experience, Craig. Yeah. This is this man's experience. Very experienced. <laughs> I I have been in this specific Macadoodles so many times. We're down here in Pineville, Missouri. Macadoodles. We need to get one of these up in Kansas City. We need to do it soon because this is one of my very favorite liquor stores. I'm not joking when I say that I've spent thousands of dollars at this liquor store. I, I visit it. I come back frequently because the people here are amazing. The customer service is amazing. And I'm not just saying that because they're a sponsor. These guys can attest to it. As soon as it was announced, I jumped on board. He like, was geeked out of his mind. So geeked he was out. perked up. I, that's, that's saying something for someone that's six foot six. Uh, it's true. It's absolutely true. So I, it's a situation where I love this place. So to have them as a sponsor is incredible for us. And they've done so much. For this area of the country, they do charity work all the time. They raised $125,000 last year in charity, selling bourbon online. Typically, they do that by doing these, selling bourbon and raffles. I don't mean to make it sound like they're just selling bourbon, selling bourbon and raffles online. Typically, they do these bourbon tastings. These are the types of things that McAdoodles brings to the community, the types of people that they bring to the community. They're looking to help. So hopefully... Kansas City gets to add one of these soon because you all will absolutely love McAdoodles. And we're so thankful that they are here. If you are a franchisee, I'm just throwing it out there. If you're a franchisee, call Tony. Get on the phone with Tony. Talk to him. Get one of these in Kansas City because when I come to Kansas City, I'm going to be coming to McAdoodles. Craig is hyped out of his I'm mind. I'm absolutely <laughs> hyped. I love this place. I got this is my first MacDoodles experience, and so I, I kind of, you know, I got, I got the rundown a little bit here. I got to talk to some of the people, and it's like very apparent. It's not just lip service. There's such a customer service focus here, and it's just so customer centric. They even have some special codes, all hands on deck if they need help. It's, it's been really cool to kind of just get the lowdown on this place, and it's, it's, it's a unique. I mean, it, it's, it's a very busy 
liquor store on a Thursday. Oh, absolutely. And they're just, they're getting customers in and out. I've really enjoyed being here. And uh, yeah, I would love to have one here <laughs> in, or love one to have one in Kansas City because, yeah, this yeah. is a unique experience. And I'm really glad I got to be a part of this today. <laughs> and I get to see Craig just wax poetic. Like, seriously, the, the man, I, you might have blacked out first. I might have. I might have. Speaking of, Speaking of blacking out. Blacking out. No, I, I, I didn't have a good transition there. Uh, biggest news of the day for the Kansas City Chiefs. Kyle Long comes down with a lower leg injury. Uh, by all reports, Tom Pelissero has reported that he is going to be ready for the regular season, but he's going to miss a lot of these valuable training camp reps. He's been the guy that we've seen in all these pictures that have been taking these starting right guard reps next to Creed Humphrey at center, a veteran presence, a guy that they were really high on to play right guard or right tackle. Now, all of a sudden, he's going to be down. And I think that that's, I, I know what it means for some other players, but let's talk about what that means for Kyle Long first, Ken. Well, Kyle Long's a guy removed from football for a while. Like this entire process for him building up to the season was so critical for him because you know this is this is his first exposure to reps in you know since his retirement and so this offseason was going to be critical for him to you know get in the mix get that experience you know get that continuity with the offensive line but also get his body ready for the rigors of the national football league which is part of the reason that he retired in the first place so now you're looking at a situation where kyle long who's had, had a long injury history who has not necessarily always been the most consistent um, availability type player. Now we're looking at a situation where he's not going to be available into training camp, this critical time for him as a player trying mm -hmm. to get back into the swing of things. It, this is, this is, this is the downside of some of the injury risks that you take on with certain players. And this is one of those situations right now with Kyle Long. Yes, it absolutely is a guy that Andy Reed said was still knocking the rust off guy that was trying to get back into football shape now is going to miss some of these training camp reps maybe potentially some of these preseason reps it remains to be seen exactly when he's going to be back but you're going to miss a lot of those those things that he needed to really get back into taking hits taking you know taking on a defensive lineman getting to go up against Chris Jones get adjusted back to the speed of the game again because yeah like you said he he needed that year off to heal his body now, all of a sudden, some of the most valuable reps that he was going to be taken are out of commission for him. Well, I know we're going to talk about the entirety of the position and stuff, but I, I do look at I look at that guard position, and on paper, it made you liked what they had at the right guard position. Oh, absolutely. But the thing is, the the three big candidates at the right guard position. I'm sure we're going to talk to all of I'll talk about all of them here with Kyle Long, Laurent Duvernay Tardif, Trey Smith. On paper, talent, experience, there's a lot to like there. But this is the byproduct that you see of the risk that you incur with all three of these guys. You're hoping that you can get enough consistently you know, at that position for, for the entirety of the season, depending on who it is. But already starting to see the downside of the, of the issues that you know, all three of these different players present. Kyle Long, but also I, we got to talk about Laurent Duvernay Tardif. Yes. Because... Here's the thing. I, there's, there's, there's. Are we sure he's coming back? Um, I, I mean, <laughs> that, that is the million dollar question. He's currently not in camp right now. Right. Now, part of that could be because it is very difficult to traverse between the United States and Canada right. with all the COVID regulations right now. It could be something that LDT and Coach Reed had discussed 
as an option for him just saying, listen, we know you're going to be here for training camp, but we're going to have a month here. We don't want to make it to where you can't go back home to your family. Right. You know, you stay home during OTAs. You sort all that out. It remains to be seen. So far, Andy Reid has talked about LDT. Andy Heck has talked about LDT. I do think that he factors into the equation a little bit. But when we've talked about that right guard position throughout the course of this season so far, this offseason so far, you've we've talked about the plethora of options there. Andrew Wiley, another guy yeah. that you didn't mention there that they like, that they can count on, that they, you know, that they put a tender on. So they've got a lot of options there. So I think we kind of looked at LDT as a potential odd right. man out. That this definitely changes things drastically because I think you need that veteran presence with so many young players on the line. Well, and you saw how well insulated they appeared to be at guard. Mm -hmm. If you eliminated Laurent Duvernay-Tardif from the conversation, if he was for sure coming back, if he wasn't coming back, it looked like sure. they, they were well insulated in the case that that didn't happen, right? But now now there is even more of a uh, a very obvious glaring need to, to have depth at minimum there. But here's the thing, Craig. LDT situation is very similar to Kyle Long's from a it is. lack of uh, lack of a runway, you know, building up back to that football. And this is what's so fascinating to me is because Laurent Duvernay, Duvernay Tardif, yes, he has the experience in the system, but he's going to be, you know, 18 months removed from football activities the mm -hmm. same way Kyle Long had that really that long long <laughs> pun intended. Yes, I know, but yeah. he, but you get what I'm saying. There was a there was a long gap between his playing time. Mm -hmm. So now Laurent Duvernay-Tardif, yes, maybe in the off, you know, getting ready in the offseason, doing his work. I'm sure if he's coming back to play, he's doing the work and getting ready back in sure. football shape. But there's a difference between just, just getting your lifts in and all that stuff, getting some of those reps when you're so far removed. So even if Kyle Long you know, does miss an extended period of time, and by all indications, he'll be back at some point during training camp, sure. which still it's disadvantageous for him. Mm -hmm. But Laurent Duvernay-Tardif... Same, he's in, he's, he's going to be really behind the eight ball. Sure. And the door is open for guys like Andrew Wiley and Craig, a guy in Trey Smith. Yes. Who, uh, we have done a lot of, of work on in the KCSN Substack. Absolutely. A lot of video breakdowns and, and it's been great. That's a guy who could benefit from this, from this situation happening right now with Kyle Long. Absolutely. I think when you look at that right guard position and you've seen that Kyle Long is largely taking those first team reps, I think that you've probably got Trey Smith and Andrew Wiley kind of mixing in as that second and third team. Now you bump those guys up. If LDT isn't there to take those reps, those mental reps are crucial for Trey Smith. We talk about it all the time about how hard it is to learn Andy Reid's scheme to get on the same page as, you know, what Andy Heck wants. And Andy Heck had talked about how his football character, his IQ, everything like that has translated really well. It seems like they're really high on Trey Smith. We are as well. I mean, yeah. definitely as well. Exceptional yep. value yes. in, the, in he, the sixth round. Of the he draft. is not your traditional sixth round pick. That is, don't look at him as a sixth round pick anymore. You know, he's in the building now. So I do think that he's going to have every opportunity to compete with Andrew Wiley to get those first team reps if LDT is, you know, not there. Now, obviously he's not for these OTAs and they're not going to be hitting or anything like that. You're not going to see those sorts of things, those physical reps. 
But if LDT, for whatever reason, isn't there early in training camp, you might see some mixing and matching with Trey Smith and Andrew Wiley. And that has to get you excited about catching that kind of value because it obviously means that the Chiefs believe that they figured out his medicals, the reason that he fell to the sixth round, and that they believe that he can be that starting guard that Andy Heck called him last week. But again... On paper, on it's paper. the same thing for all it three is. of these candidates. It's different in a lot of different ways. Like so their situations are all different, mm-hmm. but they all come with question marks about availability and navigating Trey Smith's uh, medical condition and how to best, you know, you know, uh, fix that. It's management. I mean, it's yeah. just managing. It's going to be management. A, a difficult situation. And there were stretches where Trey Smith wasn't practicing at Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Now, by all indications, his last year at Tennessee was was getting some practices in. Um, he participated in the Reese's Senior Bowl, uh, I believe. And, yes. and, and that was, you know, that was a, a you know, some. He was full go too. I mean, while we were right. there, we didn't see him. So there's uh, repeated. Yep. There's a, you know, there's a sample size there. It's just there's still those question marks, mm-hmm. and that's going to be a big piece of of the Trey Smith story for the duration of his career. How confident. The, I mean, the confidence level in his medicals is why the Chiefs and why all of us on, on paper are geeked out about the idea of Trey Smith. Yes. And here's the thing. Trey Smith has the talent that if he gets the opportunity, if the door opens and and LaRon DuVernay-Tardif isn't there, perhaps. I'm just throwing that out. Uh, this is, not this is all hypothetical. This is all hypothetical, yeah. but yeah. It just there's so much mystery surrounding him, and they're always, like, there has been. Mm-hmm. If, the, if the door cracks open for Trey Smith, he might kick it open. Yeah. He really might. He's got that kind of mentality. I think that he's learning things quickly enough. And while it is difficult for some people to pick up Andy Reid's scheme quickly, right now they are projecting a rookie center to start. I mean, Creed Humphrey is getting, from what we can tell, all of the first team reps. They're trying to get him, they're getting him ready to go for week one. Patrick Mahomes has already said that he's completely comfortable with Trey Smith snapping him the ball. That means Creed that Humphrey, be- you mean. You said Creed Humphrey, I am awful. I'm awful. Creed Humphrey snapping him the ball. So that means that they've been getting a lot of work in and they're not putting in that kind of work. They're not wasting Patrick Mahomes, snaps. If Creed Humphrey is not going to be the guy there. So that brings up the question. Would you rather have a vet next to a young guy? I mean, we know that Joe Tooney's over there and Orlando Brown is out at left tackle. I think that we're pretty confident about center to left tackle now. Yeah. Do you want to try and insulate your center, your rookie center, with a guy that's maybe a little more familiar with NFL speed, a little more familiar with scheme, or do you take the gamble and try and get Trey Smith in that spot next to Creed Humphrey? Whether that veteran be Kyle Long, Andrew Wiley, LDT. I think I think I I, I like the idea of Kyle Long the best on paper. If if that if all of my options are available to me, things get a little bit more interesting after that. We'll see what happens with LDT. Um, Andrew Wiley, we know what Andrew Wiley is. We do, and I mean he's a he's kind of he's a known commodity at this point. He even is. in this offense, so mm-hmm. it's it's kind of a question for me. Is like, is the value of the veteran experience of Andrew Wiley worth not taking a swing on a guy like Trey Smith, the veteran that knows the scheme? That's going to be able to get there. That knows Patrick Mahomes' hard counts. That knows, you know, a lot of those things that uh, that we kind of take for granted. <laughs> you know, that right. he's just going to be able to line up and be in that position. Same with LDT. Kyle Long has to learn some of that. So, I mean, yeah, right. It's, but it's just it's 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 is the talent threshold there for Wiley worth sure. that? And is, sure. is the juice worth the squeeze? I know is, is 
bringing Creed Hunt. Is Creed Humphrey's development worth the expense potentially of Trey Smith's development? These are the, I mean, these are the things that you got to have the it conversation. Is a balance. But, mm-hmm. And that's really, I mean, that's kind of devil's advocating a little bit what you're talking about yeah. here. It's, you know, Trey Smith getting exposed, you know, early on to the to the speed of this game and, and getting an opportunity to fast track by all indications the football character of this guy trey smith oh yeah is high uh there's no one says a bad thing about this kid they love him and his football character his willingness to work his, nobody ever says a bad thing about like that's so, the, yeah all the way back to tennessee there's like there, yeah there could be levels of comp well, well here's now let me just sidebar here if all those things are true and we've seen the highlight clips of trey smith and he still went in the sixth round how terrified and how many teams are terrified Ooh. of this situation? I think it was purely I think it was purely the situation. And it sounds yeah. like the Chiefs have been doing work on this for, Absolutely. for two years. Like yeah. this this was not a situation where they got to the offseason and went, Oh, Trey Smith is falling. You know, they didn't get to day three and start calling, you know, Tennessee and saying, Hey, what, what are you doing with the medical staff? They put in work right. to be comfortable with this guy, partially because they knew maybe some other teams wouldn't be. So I think that if they feel confident enough to give him those reps, that they don't, if they feel comfor- confident enough in his ability to be on the field regularly, then you're going to see him potentially be on the. I think he'd get redshirted otherwise, I guess is what I'm right. saying. Like, I think that they're very con- They've done it before. They're capable of doing it again. Yeah. He is a sixth round pick, not your traditional one, but from a medical perspective, if they redshirted him, I don't think anybody would think twice about it. But here we are talking about him potentially being able to start or play a significant role as the season goes along. But these are the big questions and the questions are not going to be answered now. I know. And so the entirety, so it's, it's great because now the entirety of the off season, we're going to be having the questions about the right guard position. Absolutely. And how it's going to shake out. But I do want to say something real quick. And this is a credit to Brett Veach because Brett Veach went out and it's not an overcorrection. It's an aggressive correction. Yes. Of the issues that they had on the offensive line last year the reason they didn't win the super bowl last year is because they couldn't keep patrick mahomes upright mm-hmm. and he was operating on turf toe and still doing some remarkable things despite literally running for his life brett veach has insulated this group with tons of depth and quality mm-hmm. andrew wiley was a consistent starter last year on this football team he was a guy that got a lot of run he's got a lot of run the last couple of years and literally today was the first time we've had a legitimate conversation about Andrew Wiley's role on this football team sure. in any capacity other than a backup. Yeah, that definitely speaks to what Beach has done this offseason. Exactly. Yes. It's yeah. a credit to him because, I mean, Andrew Wiley was a guy that you just, we penciled in recently, mm-hmm. as, as, last year, Wiley starting. Yeah. You know, and now where we're at. And he should have, based on the people that they had in the building. Exactly. I mean, that's we're not trying to take anything away from Andrew Wiley. No. They've just uh, that's the talent threshold that they've created. Correct. They've correct. built a group that is impressive. Yeah. And it can be one of the best in the National Football League if but here's the thing. The the ceiling for this team's not it's not the ceiling of this team was not bait uh, of this offensive line was not based on right guard. No. It wasn't. But it was on paper. Kyle Long back in the mix at right guard. I know. And see, that's the thing. Kyle Long's ability to play that right tackle position is something that they've talked a lot about this offseason. They've they've spoken about it frequently. Now, from what we've seen, Kyle Long wasn't taking those right tackle Mm -hmm. spots. Or, you know, it looks like Mike Rimmers is that guy and that they're giving Lucas Nyang a chance to back up that position as well. So it could just be that they're trying to get those guys comfortable in those situations. That was one of the things I wanted to kind of finish up on. Now, all of a sudden, 
having Kyle Long as an option for right tackle. Let's say LDT came back and he looked great in camp yeah. and he's ready to get out there and he's ready to hit the field and he's ready to start at right guard. And Andy Reid said, that's awesome. Now we're going to move Kyle Long yeah. out to right tackle. We're going to make Mike Rimmers either be swing tackle or interior depth, something that he's very capable of doing would be an excellent position for him to be put in mm -hmm. with Lucas Niang also in kind of that swing tackle position. Now all of a sudden, does that does that make you a little more uncomfortable about right tackle? Less comfortable? I, I mean, like, how do you feel about right tackle knowing that you don't have that fallback plan of Kyle Long if they wanted to? I think it just, I mean, the right tackle and right guard are both in the same spot where there's just like, on paper, I like the idea. And eventually this will all work itself out. There's five, six, seven guys out there at the right guard, right tackle position, mm -hmm. both of them mm -hmm. that are going to ultimately rise to the top. And you're just hoping the numbers game that you've played and the investments and the, and the swings on talent are going to ultimately get there. I think it's going to shake itself out, but you don't like to see something so early happen when sure. there's not even pads being put on, especially right. for a guy with, which is one of those big question marks about sustain, you know, if he's going to be able to stick around, if he's mm -hmm. going to be able to, you know, play his best ability is is not availability. Right. And right. So um I, I have some level of confidence that they're gonna shake it out, but you just you wish all the options were presented and available through the entirety of training camp. For sure. And now they're not. Yeah. I mean obviously we we all hope that Lucas Niang and Trey Smith light the world on fire yeah. and that they're the right right guard and right tackle and that you have three rookies that are playing at a ridiculously high level on the cheap. I mean, that's that's the goal. That's what we hope for. But the reality is it takes a little while to get accustomed to some yeah. of this stuff. And so now we're in these situations. Now, that being said, this isn't a situation like last year where the right guard no. going down all of a sudden is going to create panic. Right. Moving around. Even it's going to take a lot for Mike Remmers to play left tackle. This year. Exactly. Exactly. And that's great. I mean, that is great because he's a very capable right tackle. I think you've got to go through a ton of body. Like, we have to see way more attrition to get to the point where Andrew Wiley and Mike Rimmers thrust into those positions in the Super Bowl. Right. You know, they playing a little bit out of position there have to do that sort of thing. So, again, what Beach has done really covered things up really, really well so far. But it does introduce a few more questions. What we do know... Trey Smith going to get probably a few more reps now, which is awesome. That's good for him. Mm -hmm. and it could be really good for his development. Uh, it's going to be fascinating to see how it shakes out. And we are going to have the entire summer in question. Is LDT coming back? Ooh. When will Kyle Long return? What's Trey Smith up to? All these questions we're going to have for the entirety of the summer here in Kansas City. This has been so much fun being here at Macadoodles. Uh, I it really genuinely enjoyed getting to hang out with all the people here, yep. getting to see this place. This is my first time being here. I've really had a lot of fun. And we cannot say enough nice things and, and show enough appreciation for them being day one partners here mm -hmm. with KC Sports Network. It means the world that that someone wanted to you know really you know jump in from day one yep. and, and that's been a really cool thing and we were so excited to get to be a part of this today make sure if you are ever uh near macadoodles you got to come check it out <laughs> you're not going to be disappointed the customer experience is unbelievable compared to anything i've ever seen uh, at a liquor store so it's been it's been a lot of fun to be here getting to know all the people and uh i'm geeked out to be talking about macadoodles for yep. the entirety of the season yep me too it's been great. Thank you all so much for spending a little bit of time with us, listening, watching, wherever. 
Uh, this has been an episode of the KC Laboratory from Pineville, Missouri at MacDoodles. Thank you all so much. We'll catch you later. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.